Today's daf is daf kuf. We're holding 20, 21 lines up from Ansari Tes Amud Beis. Amar Rabbi Rachana, Amar Rabbi Yechana. Tabach Uman. If you had an expert shaykhet, shakilkel, who uh, ruined the shechita, animal came out being an avela, chayev, he's obligated to make restitution for his damage. I mean, somebody brought him an animal to shecht, and he shechted it. Uh, uh, with uh, uh, incorrectly, he is chayiv. And even if he is an expert like the shochtim of Tzipuri that were considered to be uh, well-renowned in their expertise, nevertheless, he is, still has to make a restitution for the damage he caused. Really say such a thing. We have another incident that Rabbi Khan reported that there was a situation that happened that a shaykhet shechted and the animal came out being an avela, the knishta de ma'on in the shul of ma'on, that's where the, the incident took place. That go bring a proof that you are an expert for chickens. Not clear exactly. Maybe it happened with chickens, or maybe uh, Raji. We, we, um, we spoke out yesterday the shita that somebody's able to be a mumcha for small birds, but this doesn't say small birds. This is uh, chickens. But anyway, bring proof that you are an expert for chickens. For after and I will then exonerate you. You will not if you because then if you're an expert and a mistake happened, we say it must have been an onus because it's not due to his lack of knowledge. So, but you see, it's contradicting the statement before because before Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan was reported of having said that even if you are an expert like the Mumchim of Tzipori, you still have to pay. So, how do you reconcile the two statements made by Rabbi Yochanan? So we learned yesterday. If you're doing it for free, so you're like a shomer chinam. A shomer chinam, even if there is a slight negligence, he's exempt. Like Neva Veda, he's exempt. He's not getting paid. He's doing you a favor. We don't hold him on a slight negligence. However, if you're getting paid, like a shomer sachar, you're chayving Neva Veda. So therefore, this, if a person's a mumcha, we say it must have been just a slight negligence. If you're getting paid for it, then you better know what you're doing. Then you better make sure it doesn't happen. If you don't get paid, for it, so then we give you some some leeway. Kihada Amr Rabbi Zera, like the it was reported the name of Zera, Harod says she is chayv lotabach. If a person wants to make sure that the shochet is going to be completely liable to him, what's the best thing to do? Yagdim loy dinar, pay him the dinar up front by paying him the dinar. He now turned him into the status of a shomer sachar, and now he's going to be fully liable, even if he is an expert. Meisivay, the one has the following question. Says in the Brisa as follows. This is a, uh, a Brisa that is in Masechus Boba Basra. It's a Tesefta there. Someone who brought his wheat to a, a grinder. So he brings it to the granary that the person is responsible to grind the wheat for him. Now, in order to ensure that it's going to be a high-quality flour, the grinder is responsible for soaking the water for the soaking the wheat first. By soaking it, it allows the 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 the, the shell to be removed from the kernel, and then it doesn't get ground together. When it gets ground together, that's called bran. Bran is a much uh, more inferior quality type of flour. Now, what happened was over here is this 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 person in charge of grinding it below losses son. He did not soak it sufficiently. 
For us, a subin, and therefore we turned into subin. Subin is a low quality brand, or even if it was Mursan, which is a higher quality brand, but again, it's not the highest quality that could have been, uh, what, what the intent of the person bringing the wheat was from. Or if he brought kemach, let's say somebody brought flour, lenachtum, to a baker, for us a pas, and the baker made it into bread, but it was pas and he pulled in. It was a crumbly bread. A crumbly bread is an inferior bread, an inferior product. Again, not the intent of the person giving you the flour. Clearly there has been some negligence on the part of the person baking. Behemah you brought your animal to the shaykhet, venivla, and he made it into an avela. He didn't shecht it correctly. In all of these cases, it's chayif, mipnei shehu ken no se sochar. In all of these cases, we give the status of the person as if he was a no se sochar, as if he had been hired to do it. What is the implication? Is that even if you don't actually pay him, He's considered to be having the responsibility of Nosa Sokhar. So how can you make the difference by a shaykh whether you pay or don't get paid? The Bryce says clearly over here, he's like a stronger Sokhar even if you don't pay him. Sigmar says, Ema, you have to re-edit the Brysa. It doesn't mean that he's like a Kenosis Socher. Ema mipnei shehu Gnosis Socher. In all these cases, the reason why the person is Chayev is because he is a Shomer Socher. Why is he a Shomer Socher in all these cases? Because here we're talking about what? That you actually did pay him. Where you pay him is Chayev. But in a Chanami, like Rabbi Yochan said before, that where he's doing it as a favor, then, and he's an expert, then we're going to trunk it up not to gross negligence and he'll be potter. Hahuma grumta. There was a case of an animal that had hagroma done to it. Now, just as a basic introduction to the next few lines, there are five types of activities that disqualify a shechita. When you learn hilcha shechita, and even for most cases when you learn um, for yasmicha, you have to learn hilcha shechita. So you have to learn there's five. One of them is known as hagroma. What is Hagrom? Rashi Shita on Hagrom. Rashi explains Hagrom as follows. Is that the trachea is made up of circular rings. There's cartilaginous rings that make up the trachea. And they're divided with a little space in between. Each ring. In order for the Shita to be a good Shita, you have to shek without inclining. It has to go uh, uh, horizontally straight across through the entire ring. Now, there is a machlokas tanoyim between uh, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, and the Chachamim. According to the Chachamim, the entire Shechita has to go through the ring. You cannot go and incline out of the ring, even at the end. Even if you're going through the majority of the ring, it will still be disqualified with Agroma if you continue to shecht at the, even at the last part out of the ring. Rabbi Yossi, uh, uh, Rabbi Yehuda holds, as long as you've gone through the majority of the ring, the shechit is kosher. Hagroma is that if before you got to the majority of the shechit, you inclined and you went out of the ring. So the machlokas tanoyim as to what is, uh, the, the, where is the disqualification of Hagroma apply. Now, what happened over here was that there was a uh, situation where the shechita was an animal had shechita done to it, but it had hagroma according to, according to the opinion of the chachamim. According to Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, it would have been a good shechita because the majority of the ring had been severed, and just at the end 
the shochet went out of the ring. But according to Rachamim, that's already still, that's still disqualified for the disqualification of Hagroma. So this animal that had Hagroma, according to the sheet of the Chachamim, was brought to, uh, to Beistin. Now, what happened over here? So therefore there was this, Hagrumta, this animal that had Hagroma done to it, to also come the Rav, that came before Rav, Rav was the Dayan. Tarfe, he disqualified it. He says, animal's a trefa, Hagroma's been done to it, it's not kosher. But even though he held the tabach had disqualified the animal by not checking appropriately, he did not require that the shochet pay the owner of the animal for the damage. Right? So therefore, patre le tabach mishlume deme. So pogu bey rav kahana rav asi. So rav kahana and rav asi, who actually talmidim of rav, found they encountered the owner of the animal, who obviously is not too pleased over here. One, the animals made a tray for, and two, he did not be recoup the money, right? So now, so Bagabe Ravkana Ravasi Bahugaba, they found this person. So Amrulay, they said to him, Avid Bach Rav Tarti. He said, Rav ruled two opposite rulings against you. There are contradictory rulings that Rav ruled against you. So Gmona says, what does that mean? What were they actually trying to tell him? My Tarti, what do they mean? What did they tell him that Rav that did two contradictory rules? If they were trying to say, you know, Rav did two contradictory rules to your detriment. The two rules that Rav did were in, it were to your detriment. They hurt you. How so? Because Rav, if he wanted to, could have passed in the Allah like Rav Yosi Bar Yehuda, and then the Shechita would have been a good Shechita, right? Because the Agrama only happened on the, the last portion of, 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 of the Shechita. And Vatarfa, but Rav ruled like Rabbanan, which means he held that the animal is trafe. He didn't pass in your in, in your favor to say that it's kosher. He held like Rabbanan's trafe. So therefore, Ve'inamik Rabbanan. So even if you tell me so it's going like the Rabbanan, and therefore the Sheikh had disqualified the thing, then at least what he should have done is what? Should have made you pay you. So then the boy le'chiyuvelitabcho. So he should have held the the, the Sheikh uh, uh, accountable and should have made you pay. Moses said, maybe that's what they told him. So, Rav zapped you on two ends. One is he went, L'chumra, Ipaskin, like a that's tray for you. And two, if he held like, I mean, like not like, like, like the Rabbana, not like a Yosbihuda. And two, then he held, they doesn't have to pay you. So, Moses said, Mishari, would that have been appropriate for the Talmidim, the, mind, the junior partners on the Beisdin, to tell a, 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 a person that has had a verdict against him to tell him such a thing. Ba'atani, we learned in Abraisa, Lekeshiyotza, when someone has left Beisdin and the verdict has been ruled by the dying against him, it's Osir. Lo yomer ani mezake vechaveira mechaivin. You, you know, nowadays they interview the, uh, what do they call them? The, the, not the plaintiffs, the, uh, jury. You're not allowed to do that halachically. You're not allowed to say, you know, I was on your side. They, the rest of them were the ones, the other Dayanin were the ones that ruled against them. You're not allowed to say, I had, an, I had, I would have got you off. You're not allowed to say that to the person. However, what can I do? Shechavei Rabu Allah, that my friends were more than I was. Right? You're not allowed to do that. 
that a person who's a tailbearer, a rochel, someone who slanders, is also, is, 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 that you're also considered to be a rochel if someone's megalasod, reveals secrets. Even if it's true, it's considered to be slanderous. You're hurting the other dayonim, you're hurting, you're not allowed to do that. So here too, for them to say, uh, you know, we would have got you off the hook, what he did was, uh, it hurt you, that would not have been appropriate. So that can't be what they were telling him. So what were they telling him that he ruled two opposite rulings? It can't be to your detriment. What Rav did actually, the reason why he went these two opposite rulings, don't be upset, he did it for your benefit. Why was it for your benefit? One, since there is a Shiloh, whether it was Hagroma or not, he went Lechumra, like the Chachomim, so you should not even have a Suffolk of eating treif, number one. And number two, Uminach, Misafek Gezela. And number two, he also prevented you from being over Isuk Zela, Misafek. Because if the halacha would have been like Rabbi Yossi Aglili, let's say he would have said that's treif, but actually the halacha is like Rabbi Yossi Aglili, it means the sheikh didn't do anything wrong. And he would have made the sheikh have to pay you, then it would have been illegal money, uh, ill-gotten gains. You shouldn't have been having... So he saved you. He saved you from eating Isser. He saved you from getting Gezela. All right. Itmar. It was stated, Hamara dinner l'shulchani. Let's say a person brought a coin to the shulchani. Shulchani were money changers. They were experts in telling whether coins are counterfeit or whether they're viable. They were like, the, the weight is there. So a person comes and he says, listen, somebody wants to pay me using this coin. Could you tell me, is this coin the right weight? Is this coin legit? Is it not counterfeit? So he showed it to a shulchani, to a money changer, to give him his expert opinion. And what happened is that the Shulchani said it was okay. The guy accepted it. And then they found out that it was disqualified. It was counterfeit. Right? So, In one place we say, if the, uh, if the uh, money changer was an expert, he is exempt. But if he is a, uh, not an expert, what's the opposite? A, a novice. If he's a novice, then he would be chayyav because he shouldn't be giving his opinion if he doesn't know what he's talking about. Alright? Vitanya idach. So one bryser makes a distinction that the, the uman is, is potter, the, 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 the uh, hedjid is chayyav. Tanya idach. We have another bryser that says it differently. It says, bain uman bain hedjid is chayyav. So chara, how do we reconcile the two bryser's? Samra Papa, Kitanya, Umen Potter, that the expertise that's required for money changing, not to be chayv, is unique. Because most people who think that they know really don't know. They have a lot more to learn. There's very few that are on the level. There's a very high level. So the Bryce that says that an Umen is Potter, he's talking about specifically those experts are on that highest level. If they're experts on the highest level, then clearly if they made a mistake, it was an onus it would not be any real negligence involved. Regular experts who think they're experts, they're going to be higher because they should not be ruling, they're not, they have more to learn. So Moses is like this, Kitanya Uman Potter, when the Bryce says that the expert is Potter, it's gone. it's like these two fellows, the names were Danku and Isser. Danku and Isser were known as experts in their field, and therefore any experts are, are like Duncan Isser are Potter. 
They have nothing more to learn. They know everything. They know everything about the field. They're experts in the field. By them, if it ha- they made a mistake, you're going to be potter. So Morris says, one second, if they're such experts, then how'd they make a mistake? So Ella says, the Gemara says, so what are people on that level that are going to be potter when they make a mistake? What do they make a mistake in? So Morris says, a new printing, a new mint. Every once in a while, the government will say, okay, we're disqualifying or discontinuing a certain coin, and this is the new coin. Now, that takes a while for people to recognize or know. So that's where they could have made a mistake. They told someone that the coin, there's one of two ways I saw in the Mephorshim. One is they told someone that a coin was okay, but it had really been discontinued, they weren't aware of it. Or the other thing is like this, it, because it was a new coin, they weren't so, so knowledgeable about counterfeit. So it actually was a counterfeit of the new coin, but they weren't that knowledge about. But that already, that's saying that's something that is not really that knowledge that you can't, you don't, that, that we don't hold them accountable. But a new minting, that at that time, has come out of the press. From the new mint has come out this new coin. That's how they made the mistake. So there was a certain woman, she showed a dinar to Bechia, and she wanted to know, is it okay? So Amr Lay, Lay said, you can accept it, because Ma'al Yehi, it is fine. Nothing wrong with it. Lamach, and the next day, Asala Kamesha came before him, Amr Lay, and she said to him, Achazisei, uh, I showed it to merch, merchants, Amr Lay Bishahu, and they said they won't take it. It's, it's a bad coin. It's a disqualified coin. It's a counterfeit. Vilokanafikli, and they won't allow me to spend it. So Amr Lay, Rav, so, uh, Rav Chia told Rav, who I guess who was uh, in charge of his books, he said, Zil Nehala, switch it out for her, give her a good one instead, and, and get the switch in. The cost of Apinkasi, and then go write in my ledger, Din Asik, the write off as a bad deal. It means just put down in the, in, the, in, the, in the debits that amount and, and identify that as a bad deal. So one second. We just said that people on the level of expertise of Danka and Isser are exempt of Potter, Mishum Dulot because they have nothing more to learn, so it must have been an onus. Rabchia Nami, Rabchia is also on that level. Lav Kaboy, he has nothing more to learn in that field, he's is an expert in it. So why is he respond why is he paying her? Why is he uh, switching it out from her? Even though in court of law you don't have to pay if you're that level of an expert, but in Dinah Shamayim, on a moral level, he felt it's the right thing to do, and therefore he switched it out, even though technically he did not have to. Kretani Rabbi Yosef, like Rabbi Yosef taught, the Posuk says like this the Posuk says that Hashem tells Moshe that you shall instruct B'nai Yisrael uh, that this is. I think it's Hashem to Moshe, right? I think it's maybe Israel, Israel telling Moshe that this is what you have to instruct B'nai Yisroel. What do you have to tell them? For datam lahem, you shall instruct them zebeis chayem. The simple pshat beis chayem means their livelihood. Now Rashi and other places learns means you have to teach them to take parnosa, livelihood. Here Rashi says Talmud Torah that they should learn Torah. That's the, that's the livelihood they should have. I guess you're going to, uh, some say it means both. means that in order for the Torah, Torah to be miskayim, you want them also to have a parnosa. In order for the parnosa to be done legitimately and appropriately, it has to be done together with Talmud Torah. 
What does that mean? You have to follow the path. It means emulate Akkadish Baruch Hu. You know, just as he's Gomel Chasadim, you have to be Gomel Chasadim. Yelchu, Yelchu, what does the Yelchu come and teach me? In addition to the general rule of Gomel Chasadim, you have an additional requirement to do Bikur Cholim. Why asks the Gemara in Bamatsiya, do we need to have an additional ruling on, 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 on Bikur Cholim if you already know that you have to do? Because by Bikur Cholim, when you visit someone, sometimes if you're Ben Gilo, you are, have the same mazel, so you take away one sixtieth of his sickness. So people might feel, you know, why should I take do a chesed when it might adversely affect me? You know, you have another responsibility to do it. Right? As a derech yelchus, that's bigger cholim, yelchus, but, what is the book coming to teach me additionally? Zukfura, they're telling me that you have to go and help people when it comes to being buried. Now again, the Gemara wants to know what's the Chiddush of Kfura is also a Chesed. So the, the, the reason that Rashi brings down is that if a person is a zokain, is elderly, and there are certain things that beneath, beneath his dignity from doing, so for, like for example, Ashava Saveda, he wouldn't go and look for 25 cents on the floor and give it back. So you're not mechuyev to. But over here by kvura, even if you think it's beneath your dignity to go and help and dig or whatever it is, there's no such thing. There's no, there's no din of analytic vodo when it comes to helping with kvura. As ha the pastor continues that you, you gotta teach them the action, zehadin. You have to teach them to do things justly. Asher and that they shall do, that adds that even when there is din, there's also a level of what's called lefnim mishras din. You have to go above, beyond, beyond the letter of the law, above and beyond. So therefore, that's what Rab was doing here, that even though he wasn't high enough to pay because he was an expert, he was doing it lefnim mishras din, beyond the letter of the law. Reish Lakish, achvele dinner le-Rabbi Reish Lakish showed Rabbi Lazar at dinar. Amar Ma'al Yehis. Rabbi Lazar said, no, good, good looking dinar. That looks like to be, that looks like it's a fine dinar. So Amar Lay, Chazi, look at it again. Be careful with it. I'm relying on you to spend, to, to, to take it, to accept it as, as payment. So Amar Lay, Ki samach alai, ma'ilam memra. So Rabbi Lazar said, what are you telling me? You're telling me I'm relying on you. So that, that, that therefore, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to tell me that therefore if it ends up that uh, I was wrong and it's counterfeit that I'm going to have to pay you? You, Reish Lakish, yourself have said before that it's only Rav Meir who rules that you have to pay for Dina Dagarmi. Dina Dagarmi, again, going with Rashi, means something that hasn't happened, a direct damage, an indirect damage. It's only Rav Meir, the Chacham hold your potter. So therefore, at best, if I give you the wrong instruction over here, it would be an indirect damage. It wouldn't be a direct damage. So the Choro, then why would I have to... I, you tell me I would have to... According to your Shita, Rav Meir holds Dina Dagarmi. That's indirect. The Choro, that's Rav Meir's opinion. <clears throat> My love is that not what you're trying to t- say by identifying only Rav Meir is the one who said it. Is that Rav Meir v'lo svir lan kavase that it's the das yochid that is an individual and in, in, uh, in, in, it's, it's the uh, individual opinion. It's not the consensus, and you would be Potter. 
So Amalei that's not what I was saying. When I was saying Rav Meir Dan is the one who holds your chai for indirect damages, I was saying Rav Meir Vesfiralan Kavas, and we paskin like him. And therefore, even if you want to say that this is like Dina de Garmi, it's not a direct damage, it's indirect, but we paskin like Rav Meir, and that would be the halacha. You would have to pay him, you'd have to switch it out. Hi, Rabbi Meir. Where do we see Rav Meir hold that you're a chaya for dinner de garmi, that if you do something that is not a direct damage, it's a delayed damage, it's indirect damage, that you're still going to be chayv. Where do we see the sheet of Rav Meir? Someone says like this, Simon, Dal, Mapf. These four are different uh, letters and mnemonics for the upcoming sugyas. Simon. Uh, we learned in the Mishnah. The rule is like this. If a Dayan is taught with Mishnah, Nisan is a Beferish Mishnah, Beferish, and he rules against it, it's not a din. You undo the din, you reverse the char- the money, there's no such thing. There's no din if you make a mistake of something. That's- but what happens if it's not a, a Beferish Halacha? It's something that there's a gray area that's possible to make a mistake in it. And he makes a mistake. We don't reverse the din, the Mishnah is going to say. But the Dayan now has an obligation to pay the damaged party because he ruled incorrectly. Right? So what I want to say, Lachora, that's a dinner de garmi. It's not a direct damage, it's an indirect damage. And so therefore, and this is a mission, it's a star mission, a star mission of Rav Meir. This will be approved like Rav Meir, that Rav Meir holds you, Dan dinner garmi. It's more so like this. This Dan is a din, a judge, uh, uh, offered a judgment. Zika is a and he got, he got off the hook, a person is really obligated. And Chiev is a zakai, or he obligated the one who really was uh, uh, off the hook. Timeas at Tahor. Or somebody came before him and he told him his stuff was Tome. And really, it was Tahor. Or Tier, or he made Tahor, that which was Tome. Masha also, also, what was done is done. But the Shalami Beso, but the Dayan has an obligation to pay the damaged party. So the Mora says, so that's Dina de Garmi. The Mora says, not Dina de Garmi. Because the Gemara says, we've already explained that Mishnah. Because it has to be, listen, why, what would be the big deal if he made Tahor that which is Tomei, or made Tom change your mind. I mean, what, what, why, what's the damage that's being caused? No. The Gemara says, what he did was, is to show that his rule is right. He took a Sheretz, and he actually, the Dayan took a Sheretz and touched the Tahor thing to show that it's Tomei. To prove his point. Or he took the money from one and he handed it to the other. So since he actively got involved, then you can't call that Dina de Garmi anymore. So it's no proof from here that we see from here of Mayor's opinion that you rule on Dina de Garmi. Says we already said it concerning that Mishnah is uh, the case over there was talking about where he actively tra- used his hand. He physically ruled on what he did. And that's why it's chayv. It's not Dina de Garmi. So one says, alright, you're right. That's not a proof for Rav Meir. Elaha. Rav Meir, the following Rav Meir, Tosnan. We learned earlier, and we're going to see the Mishnah coming up in a, in a, in a few minutes. Tosnan. Litzvale Adam. You hired someone to paint it for you red. Vetzavo, and he dyed it shachar, black. Shachar, you have to do black. Vetzavo Adam, and he did it red. Rav Meir, Omer, Nosen, Ledmeit, Samro, you have to pay him the full value of what the wool was when you hand it to him. Now, the one assumes right now that this is a dinner to Garmi because dye doesn't take hold. It's a delay. You put it in the pot, and then on its own, 
it's not, so therefore maybe it's, the more assumed it's not direct. And still you're obligated, otherwise you'd say, Arashal Cholofanecha. It's not, it's, it's an indirect damage. I'm not chayiv. So you see from your note, Ramir holds you chayiv to pay the guy back the wool. So you see over here, Dina de Garmi. Sumer says, that's not a proof, because also I'm ka'avi v'adayim. Your premise is incorrect. It's true. It might take. A, a few minutes or whatever to cause it. But the act of putting it in to start with, that's already the act of Hezek. So that's already starting that. It means that the, 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 the outcome of your actions is delayed. But your act itself is a direct act. They already started being a mazik from the time you, 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 you put it into the pot incorrectly. So Elmer says like this, Ella Harav Meir. Maybe the following is the proof of Meir of Dinah de Garmi. This non. gafno al shel We know that you can't have wheat and, 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 uh, and, and vines grow together. If they do grow together, and there's a new growth of, of one in 200 that is formed, you've now disqualified, it becomes, that kerem is called kerem, it's called kilayim, uh, kilaya kerem, and it is disqualified. So what happens if there's two guys who have planted things right next to each other, and the guy took his, vin, his vine, and he... <coughs> Uh, he covered it over the wheat. It means he planted his vine over the wheat. So, Hareza Kiddesh, says the Gemara, that person, Kiddesh in, the, in this term, means that he made it Osir Bahano, he made it disqualified the grain, the Chayev, and he's obligated to pay for the damages. Now, there too, the Gemara assumes right now that it is a delayed reaction because you only, it only becomes disqualified when it actually grows one, more than one in two hundred more of the growth. So Lachora it's delayed, and even so you're chayiv. You see a mazik is chayiv even for Dina de Garmi. So Gemara says no, because the, you're considered to be over the Isra of Kilayim right away when you've covered it, even before it starts growing. So it's considered to be right away be a dime. It's not Dina de Garmi. So Gemara says, Hasam Nami, Ka'avi be a dime. It's considered like you did it with directly. It's not indirect. So El Aharav Meir, the following is Rav Meir. The Sanya we learned in a Brisa. Now this is brought. This we have in the Sefer's Bavasa. It's brought down. The Brisa says like this: You have two people at a field right next to each other. For whatever the reason is, we won't get into it now. Chachamim held that it's the the vine is more responsible for the damage, not the person who has the wheat. Therefore, the din that you have to go back Dalad Amis, you have to separate four Amis, is incumbent upon. The bala, so therefore, the wheat guy can go all the way up to the border. The vine guy has to go four amas back. Now, if there is a wall, a, ke- a mechitza, dividing the two, then they can both go all the way up to the wall. You don't have to go the dal amas part. If the wall falls down, whose responsibility is it to rebuild it? So that's what happened. Each guy did it legitimately planted with the wall there, and the vineyard collapsed. The, the, the wall collapsed. So it says, Mechitzas Akerem, the wall that was separating the vine from the, uh, from, from the, from the uh, wheat, Shunifritza, uh, it, uh, collapsed. So Omer Lo, the Baal of, the owner of the wheat can say to the Baal Akerem, Gedor, you have responsibility to put back a wall so that your growths of your vine don't go more than one or two hundred and, and, and disqualify my wheat. So he did it. Nivritza collapsed again. Omer Lagadar. Again, he has a right to tell him, rebuild the wall, because it's your responsibility. Nisyash Memenath. That's this point of reality. Twice it's fallen down. I'm not doing it again. 
below Godra, and he did not put up the wall. Hareza Kidesh. Now, behold, it becomes Osir Bahano because the two things grow together, and the Chai Bachriuso, and the Baal Ha Kerem is Chai for the liability. Now, in this case, when he planted it, he didn't do anything wrong. So, for Yadayim, he didn't do anything wrong. It's only because the wall fell down and he didn't rebuild it, which is an indirect damage. And still, you see that the Tana of this Bryce, it's actually a Bryce, not a Mishnah, holds what? Yerchai, Lechorah, it's going to be like Rav Meir. There's a question. We say Stam Mishnah like Rav Meir. There's a Stam Brysa. But we must assume it must be Rav Meir, Shita, of Dina de Garmi. And that's why you are the Balakarim is Chai. Let's see the next Mishnah. Zav Deleg Mishnah. Hanos and Semer. This is the source of the Mishnah we've quoted multiple times already. Hanos and Semer. Let's have person gave wool to a dyer. Vegdicha Yore. And he scorched it with his pot. He put it on too hot and he basically ruined the wool. Nosant made Samra. Now everyone agrees. That's Mazik. You're Mazik be a dayim. You have to pay him for the wool. Tzavo Ka'ur. But let's say he didn't, he didn't ruin it but he made, he, he dyed it inferior. The right color, we're going to see the ingredients he used were inferior ingredients and therefore the paint job, the dye job was an inferior job. Now, so the Gemara says like this, the, that the Tana of this Mishnah holds, for sure he can't demand payment because you didn't do the job. However, there has been a, there has been some level of uh, improvement to the wool. It's not to the level that should have been, but there has been. So what do we obligate the dyer to do? So I'm going to say like this. On one hand, the dyer has expenses. The dye. On the other hand, there's improvements. So we calculate what is greater, the expenses or the improvement. And the owner of the wool pays the lesser. Means, let's say that wool was worth a thousand dollars. You did a dye job over here, made it worth now, it's now worth twelve hundred dollars. And you used a hundred dollars worth of, uh, paints. The guy only has to pay you a hundred dollars. That's paying for the, as opposed to, let's say the job would have been a three hundred dollar job. I'm just making up numbers. The, the, the whole cost normally would have been, you would have paid three hundred dollars. You don't have to pay the three hundred, so you have to pay either the, the, the value of the, uh, of the, uh, materials, which is a hundred dollars, or, or, and in this case where the improvement is more, because it went up two hundred, instead of the three hundred, you only have to pay for the one hundred. Let's say it's the other way around. Let's say the improvement went up to eleven hundred dollars, went to eleven hundred dollars, and thousand, that went up a hundred. But the dye that he used, the inferior dye was worth two hundred. There you only have to pay him for the improvement. The one hundred, you don't have to pay him for the inferior dye. So you pay the lesser of the two. Interesting. This Mishnah is whenever there's a change, being that we always talked about that as improvement, that there's something better. But if I want a certain color and somebody dyes it for me the wrong color, because color, because objectively you could sell it at a better, you could sell it. Right, right, right. What's that? In reality, that's actually not true because, I, for example, like when we talk about tissues, for example, if the scent is a little bit off, you could say they added something to, but I can't sell it for what it says. So then it's not worth anything. It's actually worth. Well, it's different because you're marketing as something, but if you take off the wrapping and you, you'll find a, a dollar store that'll pay you for it. You go, you go into these, these, these big yeah, supermarkets yeah, that deal, them, they yeah. deal with those type of things. So it's, you know, alright. So more is like this. So, now, says as follows. If the improvement was greater than the expense, 
So no similar say yitzia. You only have to pay him for these expenses. But if the expenses are greater than the uh, improvements, so then no similar then you only pay for the improvements. Now, that's where it was the right color, you just did inferior. Let's say you did a completely different color. Red, and you did it black. Black, Tzachar, Vitzavah, Adam. Rav Meir, Omer, knows and loads made Tzamro. Rav Meir says, first of all, we consider to be a Goslin. Since we consider to be the guy a Goslin, so therefore, it's considered to be like his Kona, and he pays at the time. Now, Rashi says something of you, which actually Machlok has shown him. Rashi learns that we give, we make it up to, we make it up to the owner of the wool. You have two choices. If you're willing to take it as the black, instead of the red, or the red is the black, and paying full, then you have that option. But if not, then we'll consider the guy a goslin, and he's coned, and he has to pay you full, like it was at the time when it was not yet colored. The other Rishonim learned that's not correct, is because we considered you to be a goslin, we don't give you the option, if you want to pay him for the black, you want to pay, if he agrees to sell it, that's fine. But he does not have to agree. All he has to do is pay you for what it was worth at the time of when he gave it to you, because he is considered to be a goslin, he made it completely, his mashana completely from what it was, and therefore he owns it, and he just pays you for it. But Rashi learns, you have the option to take it, and pay him for its full value. Now, that's according to Rashi. Uh, Rav Meir. Rav Yehuda. Rashi learns Rav Yehuda over here. It's a different way to learn Rav Yehuda. But Rav Yehuda says ostensibly he would agree with Rav Meir, that you are a goslin, and because you're a goslin, you should be able to only have to pay for the white wool, not the colored wool. However, Abiyuda says we penalize the guy. Why should he get off doing business? He's doing business with my item. Therefore, I'm not going to give him the benefit of being a Gazan keep, but I'm going to penalize him. So what's the penalty? So Abiyuda Omer, even in this case, if the, exp- the improvement is greater than the die, no sin law, the, the expenses, no sin law, you give him the uh, expenses. And if the expenses are greater than the improvement, then no sin law, which means even in this case, I'm not going to let him be Kona, and I'm going to make it that he has to take the lesser of, 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 of like we had in the case where the person made an inferior product. Uh, we spoke out early on the Masech when we had it. There's another way of learning it. It's not that Rabbi Huda doesn't uh, to hold that we penalize him. Rabbi Huda doesn't consider him to be a goslin. So if he doesn't be a goslin, then you don't have the din of Shinikona. That's the other, another way of learning it. All right, my Ka'ur. What does it mean that he did an inferior job? What is an inferior job? So Amrav Nachman, Amrav Rachana, he used a dye that's called Kalbus. Well, so that's great, but what is Kalbus? My Kalbus. So Amar Rabbar Shaul, Kafra Dudi. What is Kafra Dudi? Rashi says that at the end of a dye job, there's residue that remains at the bottom of the pot. So people that wanted to be cheap, what they would do is they would scrape up that residue and they would reuse it as the dye. The problem is it doesn't have the potency, and that's what happened over here, and that's why it came out being an inferior job. Gentlemen, have a wonderful day.